Welcome to another episode of Peers Over Beers, your favorite digital and social evangelist podcast with your industry veteran hosts, Chris Tetzel. This podcast starts now. Weigel, Weigel, Welcome to another Peers Over Beers. My name is Chris Tetzel, and today I have a special guest on Peers Over Beers, Jenny Weigel. Jenny? Hi, and hi, listeners. This is such an honor because I'm an avid listener myself, so good to be here. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, of course. That's good to know that you're an avid listener. Um, You know, as as most people know, um, know, we're going to do some uh, a little bit different things, you know, now that uh, Michael is no longer here. Um, And we have several guests over the next um, uh, several weeks to to really kind of highlight what they're doing in their communities, what they're seeing in communities. And, you know, Jenny is a consultant in communities and, and, you know, would love to kind of talk a little bit about what her, some of her specialties is, maybe go to deep dive ish, you know, with, within those specialties and, and maybe even talk about engagement and those kinds of things. So Jenny, tell us a little bit about you and what you do and, and how you're helping customers. Happy to. And Chris, may I just say that I think, you know, continuing this podcast is a great legacy in honor of Michael. So uh, I'm just honored to be here. Uh, But I feel like I'm already failing you in one regard, Chris, because I don't have a beer in front of me. I have tea. And peers over tea just doesn't sound as fun. But I do have a lot of work to do this afternoon. And I didn't trust that I would do it if I got a beer out of the fridge. Well, I had some Uh, great beers last night. Um, I can't tell you. So, you know, I'm part of this running group. And and what we'll do is go run two or three miles for whatever people want. And then they bring beers and everything else from different places. and, And they were excellent. I wish I knew what they were. And I would say what they are. But Anyways, yeah, you're right. It's not the same. We're doing this in the afternoon. So, you know, we, we, we can't really, okay. probably shouldn't have beers at the moment, right? <laughs> right. So, um, so yes, I'll be being on my tea. Uh, yeah, so the majority of my experience as a community professional um, has been on the consulting side. I've been a community manager before and then been fortunate enough to spend most of the last decade uh, consulting. And I have a lot of experience launching brand new communities, uh, which is always super fun. So when I went out on my own last June and creating my consulting practice, I thought, you know what, there's a lot of consultants out there doing that and I've done that. So let me do something different and I'll focus on other strategic projects. (laughs) But to tell you the truth, the market spoke clearly and the people that were contacting me uh, were mostly brands that were looking to start their first community. So Mm -hmm. while I'm happy to help with a number of strategic projects, projects. Uh, again, it's it's just been really on helping brands launch their first communities uh, more so to start. And that's always exciting. And uh, and it's especially exciting to see how many companies are, are really starting to take community seriously. I think some of the neatest projects I've had so far with some clients has been strictly working with the executive level on planning for the community. So even before they're getting to their strategic planning parts of things is talking about setting aside the right amount of budget and setting up an ideal timeline and hiring the right person. Mm-hmm. Because Chris, I'm, I know you know this, that when people want to launch communities and they go ahead and get started with projects like that without a community manager, it's a red flag. It's a red flag for the whole project, for the community itself, for the launch, for the business. It's a red flag. Have you ever run into that? You know, it's funny that you asked that. I run into that a lot. Um, so HireLogic, um, uh, we use HireLogic as our platform for community. And so, you know, I'm a, I don't know, 
a person that speaks on sometimes behalf of them. And so they'll send me some of their potential customers that might, uh, or might be interested in uh, the platform. You know, they want to see how others are doing. And I've done a lot of that this last year and into even the year before. And I find that like some CSM leaders, like a, a CSM director or, um, you know, they want to, they, they're like, well, we're going to start this community from scratch. And I say, oh, okay, who, are you hiring a community manager? No, I'm just going to do it. And, and I'll tell them because I was like, that's a mistake. Like, you know, uh, I, I think that if you don't have somebody full time on this, you know, when you think of, and, I, and what I'll do is I'll pull up my community because, hey, they want to see higher logic in action. And I'll just show them. I'll say, okay, you know, when I think of content strategy, I think of, you know, these five, 10 things. So I'm creating video, I'm creating this, I'm creating that, I have a webinar program, I'm creating an engagement strategy. And on this engagement strategy, here are the tactics that drive this engagement strategy. And I go, and I mean on purpose to overwhelm these people uh, because this is what you're gonna have to go do. Because if you build it, they don't come. That's not the reality. I mean, I, and I think that some people think, oh, we just need this community. It's a good idea, everybody's doing it. And it's not really, it is a good idea probably, but you know, you've got to put resources uh, to it and you've got to put budget to it at the end of the day. Don't you think? Yes. And I love that you're telling a hard truth with these yeah. uh, higher logic potential customers, customers that you're talking to uh, and giving that level of honesty in your testimonials, uh, hopefully is, is just a, a wake up call to anyone you're talking to that you've got to think through these details. And when they do get the ball rolling with them though, I mean, it really is fun to see people uh, adopt whatever form of engagement mm-hmm. program or initiative you have uh, just introduced. Well, let's think about that uh, as you kind of start or as you've been consulting uh, customers or you know your customers on community, um, what, what kinds of things do you tell them? What, what are they interested in? What, you know, cause if they've never started a community before, they're very interested, right? You know, what, mm-hmm. what are they, what are they asking? What do they, what do they want to know? Well, a lot of them are hearing the hype because yeah. maybe their competitor has a community or they've just heard about how successful customer communities, digital communities are, especially yeah. during the COVID area era. And so a lot of them are calling to talk to me about how do I now translate this to our bottom line? How do I show that this is worth it? Mm-hmm. And so I've just got lots of examples and, of course, my experience and expertise uh, to show them how they can really have success with this. Uh, and when it comes to engagement and when they're ready to start talking about engagement, uh, the first thing I tell them to do is go and talk to those ideal customers. So if they don't have a community yet, then select and talk to some customers who would make ideal community members. Maybe these are some people on an advocacy board of some sort or some people who have uh, given testimonials for their uh, company before, but, you know, just pick a, a handful of people if you don't have your community yet and really take the time to give them some one-on-one attention and talk yeah. to them about a lot of things. So there's a lot of things you want to have in this conversation, but one of the main things you want to ask is what do they want to see? Do they want to see events? What kind of events? Um, do they want virtual or in-person? And what kind of speakers would it really entice them to not only come, but to put this on their calendar to remind themselves about this? So you really want to ask what their preferences are. Uh, and I think from that, you get a nice bank of qualitative data where you can start to discern what kind of engagement might be best for your for your community. And if you already have 
a current community and you're looking at starting up something new or just enhancing or revising your engagement, I think you do the same thing. You take a select group of people and you interview them and ask them about their engagement habits and what they would like to see. So that is always a good starting point, in my yeah. opinion, uh, because if people say they want to see virtual events, get on virtual events. If they say, we're, if everybody says we're not going to have time for virtual events, maybe don't go there. What kind of problems are some of these people trying to solve? You know, the people you're talking to, so are you talking more like CS leaders or, you know, marketing leaders or, you know, one, who, who, who are you talking to mostly? And then what problems are they trying to solve with community? I'm talking to a combination of leaders, but you hit the nail on the head, a lot of CS, a lot of marketing, and a lot of support or customer service leaders. Those tend to be a lot of the areas that uh, I think are most common where community sits today, even though in my ideal world, community would have its own department and report right on up. That's a different, Hmm. maybe a different topic for a different show, but um, oh, also uh, product, under product teams, talking to some product leaders as well. So, um, you know, each of them are trying to fulfill different purposes. The support leaders are trying to figure out how they can, how a community can save them money um, mm-hmm. if they, on um, so they don't have to hire more agents or just save their agents time. Um, marketing leaders are trying to start a community to increase brand um, uh, awareness and enthusiasm and perhaps identify certain people who can do more with the brand and certain kind of like ambassador-like relationships. Um, you know, customer success There's a whole lot of reasons why customer success wants a community, Um, retention, um, and uh, uh, even just leads coming in, uh, and and maybe even to, uh, I hate the word upsell, but maybe just to strengthen their relationship with the customer and figure out if they're talking about certain things on the community, but they haven't bought that product yet that serves that need, that's an opportunity for customer success to step in and, uh, and help them with that. So, And on the product side, adoption. That is the number one thing. You know, product leaders are like, how can a community get my uh, audience and my, my customers to adopt more features, to use it more, to get further ingrained? Yeah, so what I'm hearing, let's, let's put it at the high level of, you, you know, there's a lot of things you said there. So yeah. I, I don't know that we're going to unpack all of that today, but what, what each department, like you said, has different needs for community. The nice thing is, is community really does touch all aspects of uh, those kinds of things from a product company, right? Like, you know, when you look at other communities, like, you know, could be an e-commerce company, maybe there's some different opportunities there. But when you look at a product company like Reltio, you know, the company I'm at and kind of what you're talking about, you do see a lot of product companies building communities, probably what you're hearing the most of, I assume. Uh, But there are other types of communities. So in this case, you know, I'm hearing advocacy. So when you think of, you know, marketing, those, those marketing people are, are looking for leads, but they're looking for advocates and things to brand awareness, that kind of stuff. And then, you know, I'm hearing case deflection from kind of the support leaders and then, mm-hmm. you know, upsell, cross-sell kind of this, maybe even reference type, you know, opportunity within customer success management. Sometimes reference type stuff is also marketing, but um, they're always looking for references, you know, from customers. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously adoption. So, you know, when you look at the product teams, they're looking one for, you know, like when you look at an ideation opportunity, you know, people to help build their product better, but also adopt it. I'm, I'm hearing that a lot myself mm. and I'm hearing it from all teams. And Jenny, I feel like <laughs> it's good and bad, right? Like I've done such a good job of building up this community at Reltio as in, you know, internally people are coming to me left and right. Hey, Chris, you know, 
we have this one piece of the product that's not being adopted. And can we do some webinars? Can we do this? Can we do that? It's like, hold up. You know, we need to take, you know, uh, an approach that, you know, isn't just community focused, but how do we also look at, you know, working with the marketing team to, you know, at, at the high level, how do we kind of get, you know, buy-in, you know, from the leaders, you know, of, you know, like a CIO or those kinds of people from other, and what is, what problems does that product solve? And then at the bottom level, yeah, you know, it could be more of this how-to, you know, get in, get people excited about it, that kind of stuff. But, but I agree. It just, it's so much, you know, though, that you got to kind of, and what I've learned and what I'm still learning is that you just got to, hey, it does help all these things, but let's slow down. You know, what Mm -hmm. problem do we want to solve first? You know, and Mm -hmm. then, then over time you kind of build it up because if you're saying all these things like I've done in the past, and, and then over time, people get excited about it and they start coming to you. If you're a one-person team, and which happens a lot in communities, it becomes overwhelming because now you need content. You need to do these webinars. You got to do, you know, Q&A. You got to make sure you have rewards and recognition. You have, and then you're talking to people internally. You know, it's just a lot of crazy stuff. I don't know. But you, is, those are but, all the right things. And I applaud you because I've always said that when it gets to the point that you as a community professional and a community leader have to become the gatekeeper and so many people are knocking on your door because they realize <laughs> the value of community, that is a good problem to have. That is a phenomenal problem to have because that means that you have shown the value, you've proven it. Yeah. And so, yes, I applaud that, Chris. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm curious because I, maybe I should have brought this up first, but the word engagement itself is mm. uh, defined differently de- amongst different teams. How do you define it? Uh, with uh, your company and your community? Um, what's a, I guess a lot of ways. I, I kind of look at engagement, you know, as obviously people engaging in, you know, different maybe programs within the community, but also different channels within your company, right? It could be marketing, it could be CSM, it could be community, it could be support. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are engaging in a lot of different ways. And, you know, when I look at community specifically, um, I think you have to have an overarching strategy that uh, one, you have, an, uh, have to have a reason why you're doing community. So that's kind of when you first start, what's your, what's the point of community? Then two is once you kind of figure some of that out, what is your engagement strategy? And Michael and I talked about this in the past, but, and I sometimes think more tactically than, than he did. And that's why I was, would love to hear more of what you, you've done. But, you know, for me, it's, it's um, thinking about the high levels. So am I trying to, solve the case deflection problem? Am I trying to solve, you know, the, the advocacy problem or, you know, what am I trying to solve kind of at that higher level and then build programs, you know, uh, that are more tactical, like webinar programs, blog programs, content type programs that are, you know, I believe in my strong point is content strategy and content, you know, building and engaging content. Cause I think at the end of the day, if you're open, if you have an open community and you build the right content strategy, you know, people are searching for uh, answers about your product on Google, right? And so if we're on the first page of Google, then, you know, uh, people start getting answers quickly and, and maybe eventually they come and you kind of look at the, uh, what do you call it? The, the customer potential journey of, you know, how they find your product, how they are engaging and, and things like that. And I believe it starts there. And then you start having these programs for your users, like, one of the tactical programs, and I've talked about this a lot in the past, is I've had a lot of success even at my last two companies, is building a webinar program, right? Because you know, the webinar program 
really accomplishes many different things when you think of engagement. So people are get, I allow people to ask questions on the fly uh, to the PMs. They have access to PMs. They have access to PS. They have access to these people that are really smart within the organization, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And so that kind of helps fuel. It's not the only thing, but um, you know, uh, the engagement piece, but also the content piece. So I get video, I, I record and post on YouTube and into uh, the community. Then I get, you know, Q&A that I take from that webinar and push into the community. I get blog content that I find a blog writer to write it, send it over to the expert and then author it by the expert, right? And so, you know, it's coming up with your system that works for you. Uh, And then, you know, then you've got to think of what are some other tactics like, you know, gamification and rewards and recognition and other, you know, email type tactics that you're driving as in when the customer first comes into the community, what's that journey and how do you kind of engage and interact with them and, and those kinds of things? So there's a lot of tactics, you know, but I also think that what are you trying to accomplish, right? From an engagement strategy standpoint, okay, then you go in and try to solve that problem with all these tactics that could work, you know, yeah. so, does that make sense? Yes, yes. And I love hearing about what you do because uh, you're so often interviewing other people on this show and pulling out yeah. great insight from them. But Chris, you do amazing things too. How did, how are you so sure that, coming into this community and this new role when you took over that virtual events and what and the webinars would also be a success this because it's a new audience now yeah. new community so how did, how did you know that that would work again for you i was pretty sure because it worked before one so i think just copy and pasting some of that you know thinking what worked before could certainly work again two is there was nothing at Reltio and there was nothing at imperva that really engaged our customers in a big way. Nothing. People people spend literally hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars on your product. And if you don't have programs for them to engage, then they're frustrated. And so when you do have programs, they come, right? And then they're like, oh yeah, I want to come to that. I mean, I'm averaging 50 to 80 people. I say average. The average is probably 55 to 60 people coming to every single webinar every single week. I've had 20 webinars last year just from June all the way till December. And then, you know, I'm starting off with the bang this year. And the reason I do that is because they want to engage. We're getting new customers all the time, right? And so, you know, the, the challenge is sort of getting those people in, right? You know, but the, that's another problem. That's an acquisition problem, but still. Um, but, but I think that I just had all the confidence in the world that it's going to work. I mean, at the very least, if only 10 people come, who cares? I'm engaging 10 people, but I'm creating a bunch of good content. So I, what I care about is certainly engaging people. I want people to be there because, you know, that's when you think of registrations and people there, that's kind of the allure of, you know, that's the, that's the sexy thing that people want to see, you know, within the organization, how many people showed up? Fine. That's fair. Uh, But also what is just as important or more important is the video content that I'm getting that, thousands of users might come later to see or the Q&A content that thousands of people later will see or the blog content that thousands. So that's to me, because I'm a one person team at the moment, which hopefully will change very soon. Um, uh, uh, will, um, what I say, oh yeah, that's that's what I wanna do is, is just build that content up because I know that's where really where the value is gonna be is within engaging content. It's content, content, content. Content is queen, right? So. Re- the reusable aspect of that, so smart, Chris. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So, so smart. Can I ask you to, uh, sorry if I'm just going to take it over here, but I just, people, people need to know what you do and, <laughs> and in depth and how you make decisions, because I think it's just like spot on. Um, have you ever tried an engagement initiative that just straight up failed? I, lo- I love that question. And, and it, those questions are actually harder because I feel like I never felt, I, I think I do feel. And, and uh, I think that when I think of engagement things, yeah. I mean, like some things will work right up front, but they don't always, they don't continue to work over time, right? Like one example is, this is just a tactic that, that I did that really worked in the very beginning of the Realtio community is, one is I asked a question, you know, whenever I was seeding content to hundreds of users, I sent an email. The question was, there was two questions, but the one, uh, one question is if you're, if you're in, um, uh, in the room with one of your peers that also used Reltio, what would you, um, you know, what would you ask them? You know, what's the question mm. technically, you know, but then the other question was, and I thought it was going to take off and it sort of did at first, but was, you know, what is, because you've been using Reltio, uh, what is one trick or hat trick that you would kind of say that you, you wish you would have known, you know, and that you would like to share. And so that I got like, 15, 20 of those, right? And then what I did was see the community and I would post it as that customer. And then people started coming in, getting excited, asking, you know, like it was really cool. And then I was like, and then it kind of died off. And I was like, all right, that's fair. So why don't I put put a, what I call automation rule that would email um, those customers, the new customers that come in and say, hey, you know, um, because you're new to the community, why don't you um, post who you are? And then also, you know, uh, 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 look at these tricks and stuff like that. And, and I realized well, they don't know any tricks. So why am I saying that? You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, good point. It's like, you know, it's not going to work, you know, and, and something else that doesn't work that I think uh, tactically is, is emails to say, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh my gosh. You know, it just doesn't work. I just doesn't like it might have sort of at first, if you post it as them or you send a direct email to them as Chris Detzel and then, you get that and post it as that, whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I, I think some of these things that we think are going to work, it just, you know, that doesn't really work. You know, like these, who, you know, who are you? We, everybody wants to know, you know, you've got to get a, a reason to post. Posting is the hardest thing that, um, that you know, and still, you know, I, I'm not the master of an engagement strategy or, or you know, not everybody that gets on is going to post. And so I think, you know, uh, Early in my career, I was just kind of focusing on getting them to post or reply. It's just not going to do it. You've got to find ways um, and in programs that allows them to engage, whether it's webinars or blogs or you know, uh, you know, on the on the Q and A or you know, some speaking opportunity or maybe they want to post um, something about themselves or you know, I don't know. There's probably a thousand ways to engage them. I'm not saying you can do every all of them, you know, but I would take the big things. You know, the big thing for me is the webinar stuff, right? And and, and then um, I start kind of pushing some other stuff out, right? But I don't know. I, I think you think some of these things work. It's like, oh, I better try it, you know, and, and oh, I told, it, it just doesn't. So quit wasting your time on the bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what, something you said was so key there and that these guests that you do invite onto the webinars, you're, you're putting them on a pedestal to highlight in front of the whole community. And then they do want to introduce themselves. They do want to share more yeah. about them. And so you're right. That's different than just asking in a forum to say, Hey, tell us a little bit more about yourself. So, so I, I love that you're doing that to, to put people, you know, to highlight people in that way and put them on a pedestal and then everyone gets to know them better. And then they open up probably a little bit more than they might 
in a forum post. <laughs> yeah, over time, you know, it's 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 it really uh, at the end of the day, it's about trust, right? So no one in most circumstances, most people aren't just going to start posting like they're the shit. You know, I, I don't go to like these new community um, uh, forums, you know, that come up and just just act as if, you know, it, nobody wants to do that, you know, in, in general, some people do. Uh, but so they've got to trust and maybe every now and then they might post something or, you know, I, I look, I'm not, I'm not that sensitive to, Oh, let's, let's, let's coddle them and all these things, whatever, you know, like it, it's not really about that. It's just more about, you know, you just got to create an atmosphere that people will want to post and, and that are, comfortable in doing it, you know, and, and this stuff that we do from, you know, at Realtio, sometimes it's private stuff. So they're not going to post mm. private shit. You know, they might send, like, I got, a, I got a direct message the other day from a customer, you know, asking me like three really intense things. And so, you know, okay, well, I got to figure out how to, you know, I know I'm getting off a little bit, but how do I answer that without having to, you know, uh, without posting it, or maybe there's a way for me to post it as me and answer it as me, you know, cause I know this is a really hot area. So I don't know yet, but I mean, I think you have to engage people the way they want to be engaged. It's really the, the message mm-hmm. there. You've got a lot of quotable moments in this, by the way. I don't know if you want to grab any of those <laughs> and uh, use them to promote the episode, but can I ask you one more question before Go ahead. I this, stop this is asking great. the questions? It's, <laughs> it's, fun. it's fun. It is fun. Um, what would you say to another community leader who has tried many different ways and cannot get the amount of engagement they want, let's say engagement is really, it's really, really low and they're being pressured to get that higher. And they just like different campaigns are are just not generating the amount of engagement they hope for. So what, what would you say to them? I think one, it's hard, you know, that, that piece, it's the hardest thing to do in any community, but I think that, you know, one, you kind of mentioned something earlier is, you know, what is it that your people want, uh, are interested in. Let's think about what a community is. Let's go back to one. What is your goal at the end of the high end goal? You know, if you're just doing a bunch of tactics, because you know, you think it's going to work, it's not going to work. Two is um, when you look at, um, you know, number one, what is your goal? I had had this whole thing kind of think it, but, and then two is, um, you know, a community is, so if I'm in a community of runners, you know, what I care about is running things. Yeah, I kind of care about what's going on in their life, but not really, you know, I want to try to get faster or I want to get the right gear or, you know, I need to know what some good shoes are or where to run in the neighborhood or whatever, right? You know, so I'm, I'm really focusing on that running piece. So it's, you know, it's product community or any other community is no different. You know, there's a focus on, you know, what you're trying to, what are you trying to accomplish? So if I, if, if, if like Reltio, it's a master data management company, we're connecting other business systems into Realtio to get, you know, kind of this one view of the customer, for example, right? Like, so what they care about is how do you connect this thing? What are the, what's some of the code that you can do to connect it or do it? Or, hey, I'm using this. Has anybody used that? You know, so let's think about the content. So I'm going to go back to content. I think that if you're driving the right content, that's one, and that's a big one. And, and, and it's engaging. So, you know, those programs to engage those people, yes. you know, two is if you're sending a bunch of emails saying, Hey, you know, we missed you or, Hey, please join this community. And it's really not, you know, relevant or it's not really fitting their need at the end of the day, then they're not going to come. You're not going to engage them. And remember only a very small percentage of people will reply, will like, will 
uh, ask a question. So, you know, you're already at a low engagement percentage anyways. The goal is to find those people that do want to engage. And that to me is building the right content strategy in addition to an engagement strategy that will drive once those people are there, how do you keep them, right? I don't know if that answers the question completely, but to me at the high level, it's just building the right strategy, knowing one, knowing what you're trying to accomplish in the community, building the right strategy from content and engagement, and then those tactics to drive it. If you're showing that you're driving the right tactics on that strategy, or at least tactics, you can at least say, hey, look, we're doing these things, you know, and, and at the end of the day, so far they're not coming. But you also have to be patient because you build it, they don't come, one. And then two is, you know, my organization, same way, you know, like Chris, you know, we're only getting, you know, at first we were getting 150 user, new users every single month and they dropped down to 50 and 40 and 50 and eight, you know what I mean? Like, it just is what it is. It's like, I can't, I can't give you the reason why it's new. We haven't even been open a year, you know? And so you've got to, that doesn't fly saying it like that, but you know, you have to just say, Hey, look, you know, it takes time, effort, you know, this is from scratch. This is from nothing. And so if you, if you're, if you have the right strategy, continue on with the new tactics, if the one or three of those tactics aren't working, do something else, you know, and figure out, talk to people like me or Jenny or whoever that have had success in it. You know, you've got to, you've got to talk to peers and have beers. Or tea. No, I'm just kidding. no the beers are more fun. <laughs> exactly. I love that. And the TLDR that I took from that is that if engagement is not working for you right now, go back to your strategy. Take another look, maybe revise it, start there, and then get into the granular details and tactics. And if it is the right strategy, then you get into the different tactics. You know, you might be driving the wrong things at the end of the day. I don't know. I mean, it just, I feel like that I'm driving so many different things, you know, sometimes I, I need to, I think you're right. It's what am I doing wrong that, you know, so you got to look at that, you know, get, mm -hmm. get, get your boss, get whoever to help do that. I mean, it's okay that you failed. I mean, we, we all do, you know, it's like next, who cares? You know, it's, it's kind of like if I email a thousand people to try to get on our community, only 10 did awesome next, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I think there's some expectation setting there too. And maybe that's with the community professional and about realistically about what they should be expecting from their call to actions and how much they're getting back, right? And then even with the executives who might be putting that pressure on the community professional, uh, which is, that's that's a whole nother topic. And that's like a training, I think, almost to have that skill set to yeah. speak to executives that way to set the right expectations. That's, uh, yeah, that could be another peers over tea topic. No, just Peers over tea. Oh man, you know, like that's going to be the headline. Peers over tea engagement strategy for each community. I don't know. <laughs> oh <laughs> so. gosh. Um, I also liked, I think when you first mentioned this and sent me the invite for it, you sent me a thing that said cheers over beers or, or and oh, so yeah. I thought you might be changing like the branding. And I was like, oh, that's kind of fun too. So you got yeah, a lot of, lots of work with Chris. Lots of work with. <laughs> there is a lot to work. No, I'm just going to keep it the way it is for now. And, you know, future wise, we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, and, and Jenny, this has been really good. What, what questions should I ask? Should, I mean, you asked me a lot of questions, but is there something that you want to kind of, you know, say before we end this particular Peers Over Beers? I want to encourage community professionals out there just to really think big and think out of the box. There are a lot of different things you can do for engagement initiatives on a community. I think virtual events is probably the best well-known, yeah. uh, but you can do 
even blog series, how to series, um, you can do contests, you can do scavenger hunts, you can do challenges. Uh, and so I just want to encourage everyone out there who's thinking about this to research what, you know, some of your favorite communities have been doing. Think about what you're involved in, what digital communities and what has enticed you to engage. What was that? And can you adopt a similar model for, for your community? Uh, because there, there's just a lot of options out there. And, but I, what you said about content is that every one of these things has to serve up some form of content that people yeah. seek and value and need and want to spend their time and attention on. So yes, content and engagement, I mean, they, they should work hand in hand. Uh, so, and if anyone is doing an engagement program that, that is just kicking butt, please yeah. let me and Chris know. I love to keep a tab on these and share examples of things I think are really, really unique. Uh, and so, yeah, I would love to hear from anyone out there who's doing something along these lines of what we talked about or something totally different that we've even mentioned today. Yeah, and that's really good, Jenny. I mean, we should probably close there, but I'm still going to say this is, she mentioned a lot of tactics and those tactics work with the right uh, strategy, right? So have the right engagement strategy, know what you're trying to accomplish at the end of the day and those tactics will help drive it. And they're very important. But one tactic is not gonna drive your entire engagement piece, right? Like just, just because you reward and recognize somebody and give them some swag, you know, that's a lot of swag if you're just gonna beg people to do shit. You know what I mean? Like, so just, uh, but Jenny, that was really good. I, I loved it. And I really appreciate you being on today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I was like, I'm on Peers Over Beers. Like, wow, this is exciting. <laughs> wow. I've made it. I've made it, Chris. <laughs> we'll have to have you on again. So, hey, oh. everyone, well, thank you uh, for another Peers Over Beers. My name is Chris Detzel. And thank you, Jenny, for coming on today. <laughs>